0: Hey guys, welcome back to Kather's Quarter. My name's Kirsten, I hope your week has been good. Um, I really played myself this week personally on the homework front, um, because you know how last time I was with you, I was talking about productivity and the whole thing with that and how I've been struggling with it, well, it really came... um, just. Like, I just, I can't, I don't think I can fully articulate how much I dropped the ball as far as, like, school-related things went this past week. Like, I missed whole assignments, um, I, twice, for both two of my classes, I had assignments I didn't even realize were due until this week that they had told us about, like, weeks ago. so. Um it's we're just trying our best and that's what matters is that we're trying our best. At least that's what I'm trying to tell myself. Um outside of that, besides like Thursday when I had to make an entire speech outline and then record the speech all on the same day, um, I've been pretty chilled. I don't think it's because I'm calm per se. Well, I guess like I'm calm, but it's more so I'm just very numbed out. I also haven't been feeling very well. So, if my voice starts to get weird and gravelly, it's because um, it kind of hurts to talk for more than five minutes. And I've been feeling really lightheaded all day. Um, so, we're just gonna pretend that that's a smaller issue than it is. <laughs> but I hope that everyone is doing their best. Because I feel like well like if you're doing well, that's wonderful. But I feel like with most of the people I've talked to, it's been a mixed bag of just slowly going insane. But also I've got people I talk to who seem to be doing alright and finding things to, like, work towards and keep preoccupied with things that spark joy, so I'm glad, I'm glad. Um, today, when you'll be hearing this, it'll be 420, um, happy 420, uh, to everyone who cares. Uh, I was considering, uh, what today's topic would be, because usually I have an idea of what I'm going to talk about by Wednesday, because I like to think about it, especially with, like, the favorite section I like to come up, come up with. I like to, like, figure out what things tie in with the topic that would be my favorites of the week, but I've been so mentally gone that, I I didn't come up with a topic that I was going to talk about until this morning, <laughs> and, um, I, If I were to talk about my favorites, it would be the same as last week. As I finally finished Community. Which, I mean, the show, first three seasons are Chef's Kiss. Sixth season is fine. Fifth season is fine. And we don't talk about the fourth season. We just don't talk about it. And, um, played a lot of Sims. Um... So, two of my Sims... I've had one of my sims catch on fire twice now, and the first time I just watched them die because I didn't realize you could get the other sims to extinguish the fire, but the second time I learned, and thankfully that sim lived. Um, So (laughs) as far as eventful things, it's just been homework, sims, community, and now that I'm out of my haze, I think I'm gonna start figuring out my footing once again, which will be nice. So, yeah, that to look forward to for this week. Figuring out my footing, the semester's ending in two weeks now. Yeah, like two weeks, which is very anxiety-inducing, but we're just gonna roll with it, because honestly, if it was longer, I don't think I could hold it together. So, let's just wrap it up. Season finale. (laughs) As I was saying before, I didn't come up with today's topic until this morning. Um... Because I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll do an episode on comfort, but I don't really have a lot to say about that. And then I realized that a lot of my hindrance for this past week has been my inner critic in a lot of aspects of my life. And it's been getting louder and louder as the days pass. And I want to talk about that with you today. Because I feel like a lot of people in different capacities deal with some version of that like inner voice that's constantly knocking down everything you have to say, think, or do, and, um, I think in times when you're alone, it's easy to listen to that, and I want to figure that out. So let's talk a bit more about this inner critic issue. The inner critic. For me, at least, it's like the voice in the back of my head that's just constantly shitting on everything I've ever thought, said, or done has been like really strong. And I think it's just, well, first of all, I'm getting tired of my brain and thoughts in my own existence and being around myself for so much of the day. It's draining. Like, If you're friends with me and you have to listen to me, like, talk and think about things, like, I, like, I know I'm a fine specimen. I I don't, like, hate myself by any means, but, like, sometimes it's tiring. (laughs) So if you've ever had to hang around me for, like, a long amount of time, gold medal to you because I it's it's too much i need other people to interact with during the day um it's a conundrum too because i am like i'm a creature of habit and i don't mind being by myself either but like i really need to be around other people and other people's like perspectives and thoughts because holy crap mine it's it's not always it (laughs) It's not always it to constantly hear my own voice, but aside from that, um, with this whole inner critic, um, self-doubt, as I'll start calling it, because inner critic sounds like a Huffington Post piece to me, um, with this self-doubt thing, it just makes it harder to get anything done, because what I've been finding is that even with stuff like homework, for example, like, I... Like someone who's like, I consider myself to be a very good student, and especially since I've gotten into college, I've been pretty organized. So when I don't do well on an assignment, or even organizing myself to do well on an assignment, it like completely messes with my self-perception. And then it like, like it goes from being like, oh, I didn't get this thing done, to oh, I never get anything done, to oh, I'm so lazy and underprepared if I was it really that hard for you to do this and and then it just spirals and it makes it so much harder to get things done no matter how organized or productive I'm trying to be and then I just end up wanting to lash out at everybody because I've just been so irritable the past few days and it's a mix of like that and the fact that like every part of my body is in so much pain and I haven't even been exercising that hard but also like when you're constantly having this nitpicky voice in the back of your head, it makes it difficult to want to do things. So then I just want to do things where I, my brain is shutting off for like an hour or two. But those things are a waste of time and energy, and then I'm not getting what I need to get done done. So I, I need to get better at like figuring out how to manage that voice. So. As I like to do during this part of the podcast, I want to look at this issue from a future perspective, because today is the day. The past has already happened. Might as well figure out what we can do moving forward to address this issue, right? So for today, um, in order to get anything done, I think it helps that I'm getting my groove back, um... I think having more space to myself, or being by myself more, in the fact that I have like due dates and stuff, is helping me like come back to being more productive, which is helping a bit, because I do, unfortunately I am a person who ties my like self-worth almost to how much I get done, which I know isn't healthy. But also at the same time, what I consider to be a good use of my time doesn't always mean getting the most things done. So it's like, I guess it balances out a little, but it's still not the best. But at least for today, I need to like, I've been pocketing that voice just so I can focus and get things done. Even if that voice keeps trying to pop into my head. Like i just like, I just have to like look at it in the face and be like, okay, are you thinking this because it's true or because you're scared, (laughs) you know? Like, is this a distraction from something else that you should be putting your energy towards or is this a real genuine thought and if so, how can we address it? And it comes a lot to me. happens a lot for me whenever I'm on Instagram especially because we all know Instagram is just a highlight reel which is fun sometimes and other times since I follow a lot of artistic people it can completely warp my perception of how well I'm doing in my own endeavors and like Leo rising in me just wants like people to constantly be listening to everything I have to say all the time because I'm so important and I need to be the center of attention. But <laughs> I have to like I have to force myself to step back whenever I like see something I'm like, well this person's so much better at this than I am or I could never do something like that. And then I have to step back and think a be realistic. Think about how long this person's probably been working on this thing. Think about, you know, whether or not this is something you want to do because you're interested in it or because it seems like a thing that would be cool to do, if that makes any sense. And then I also have to put all that aside with the third question of, does this even matter right now? Because, like, right now, like, photography, for example, like, I love photography. And I would love to do it more, but I don't, and that's a fact. I just, I don't put energy into photography, because it doesn't feel like it fits in my life right now, quite frankly. But when I start looking at photographers, that's immediately where my brain goes like, oh, I wish I could do something like that, but I could never do something like that. And I'll never be able to do something like that because I'm bad at whatever the heck. And then I have to step back and be like, a. That takes years to perfect and grow as a photographer. B, why couldn't you do that? Because it would just be a matter of practice and building those skills and trials and error. And then C, does it even matter right now? Because you have a whole research project you need to get done before Monday. So maybe instead of worrying about this right now, we can focus on something else. And that is the most effective way to deal with that right now. For this week, um, I want to go back into because I go through periods where I just try things. Like I like I like learning new things. I am a Renaissance woman at heart, and I like being able to do different types of things because then I can do them for myself, a, and then I can appreciate it more when other people do it, b. So I want to get back into just doing things without constantly being preoccupied on whether A, it's going to be the best thing, because of course it's not going to be because I'm just starting it, and B, it being, like, yeah, just being willing to, like, try things and feel at them so that I can grow, which is difficult for me because I, like, Because, you know, it's that, like, hedonist, like, instant satisfaction, instant gratification thing, right? But, like, that's not anything worthwhile. You have to just, like, keep throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And then you have to, like, tend to it. Let it grow. Let it prosper before it's, like, really good. Because, like, it could be, be good to start off with, but still, you don't know you got to, like, give it room to grow. For this month, I want to get better at quieting that voice in the back of my head so I can, like, allow myself to dream of possibilities of possibilities instead of automatically looking at something and be like, no, I'll never be able to do that. Because as soon as I shut that down, then I'm not going to try. So I want to get better at quieting that voice so that I, I can try things and figure out what I want to work towards and really figure out what resonates with me and what doesn't. And being on lockdown, it should be the ideal time to be doing that. And so I just need to quiet that voice. It's like, Baby, don't do this because other people are better at this than you. And also, do you really need to be doing this? There's already so many people doing this anyways. And sometimes it's just good to do things for fun. Even if it's not like working towards anything. And then you never know what skills might serve you for the better in the future. So... That's that on that. Um, this year, just generally is one of like my yearly goals. I really want to get better at giving myself a chance. Like taking a chance on myself. Cause I feel like especially if you're like a girl or just like if you're like a marginalized person, it will relate to that feeling of feeling like even when you do Achieve things you don't deserve them, that imposter syndrome, which, like, that's not just like a random thought, like, from a research standpoint, it tends to be more prominent in marginalized people. But everyone experiences it in some aspect when they feel like they're the minority of whatever environment they're in. But I feel like a lot of times it's easy for me to look at something and be like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing that, or I'm not supposed to be here for XYZ. But I need to not automatically gatekeep myself from opportunities and just take a chance on myself more often. So, remember earlier in the episode when I was like, hey, um, I've been so mentally gone this week, I couldn't even come up with favorites, and I literally thought of what I was going to talk about today. Um, I think the funny thing with the whole, like, self-doubt, inner critic thing, when it comes to things that I do like, is that, like... (laughs) i feel like the more that i enjoy like how do i explain this i need like an example like i love youtube Like i love youtube i love watching vlogs i love watching uh well not like video diary stuff because i don't really care about what people do during their day unless they're talking i just like listening to other people's thoughts and perspectives whether it's funny or more serious it's just fun for me to like watch and listen to a lot of the YouTubers I like have a really calming, like not calm, like quirky vibe, you know. Like like best dress. I love a good best dress video. I've been watching a lot of Nicole Raffi recently. I like her videos a lot. But like to use that as an example, I feel like a lot of times with someone who is more creative, I'm not sure what it would be like for someone who's like more like STEM-oriented, but as, like, someone who is more creative, a lot of times the things that I love end up making me not want to do the things that I love, if that makes any sense. Like, if I read, like, a really good poem, it makes me not want to write poetry. Or if I watch, like, a really well-edited video, it makes me scared of editing, and it just depends. Like, I want to get better at, like, seeing things that I enjoy and taking it from, like, an inspiring standpoint instead of automatically looking at something and being like, oh, that's so cool, I could never do that. Because, like, why not A and B, it's, it makes it unproductive. <laughs> I feel like it's just a very unproductive way to go about living if every time I see something that I enjoy and, like, And would want to emulate in any way immediately, like, well, of course not. Of course, I can never do that. So, I want to get better at looking at things that I enjoy and, like, taking a chance, you know? That's, like, the big theme of today. What's that? What's that ABBA song? I'm not gonna sing it for you, but you know what I'm talking about. your true opposite or Mamma Mia stand, you know what I'm talking about. I feel like I go through, like, influxes with, like, feeling inspired by other people's things that I enjoy, and, like, seeing that as, like, oh, I will never be able to do this, like, with making this podcast, for example, for a very long time, and, like, reasonably so, since, like at the time where I would have wanted to do this, I feel like I wouldn't have had anything worth saying that wasn't, like, teenage angst, (laughs) you know what I mean? But, like, like, I've listened to podcasts for, like, a few years now, and, like, some of my favorite podcasts, like, one of the ones that I haven't stopped listening to for, like, multiple years now, multiple being, like, maybe two or three, like, (laughs) I'm 18, calm down. But, like, a podcast that I've listened to, like, The Read, like, I don't, despite the fact that I'm even doing this, I don't get any inspiration from listening to The Read for, like, what I'd want to do with my own podcast, A, because it's two people, and B, because I think a lot of times, from, like, a creative standpoint, when you see people you do admire, you're only seeing, like, where they are now. Like I can't really go back to the beginning of the read and see how they grew as a podcast, unless I want to watch heck a lot of episodes or listen to heck a lot of episodes of the read, and that's like a two-hour podcast. Well, actually, that could hmm, hmm, that could be something to do, but <laughs> like I think that's another thing when it comes to things that like. I would like a lot, that I like a lot, is that it's very hard to, like, look at something I enjoy and would want to emulate and, like, see it as a product of build-up and not, like, something that happened instantaneously. What's another good example? I feel like with, like, writing is a good example. But no one really reads books anymore, including myself, but don't tell my senior-year English teacher, or else she'll get sad. <laughs> but like, music, for example. Even someone like Frank Ocean, right? Like, he's... he's ingenious. Like, the stuff he does is ingenious. But he got to where he is now after, like, years of working as a producer and a songwriter for other people. And even when he like released his first like body of work, it still is nothing compared to the stuff that he releases now. I like Tyler, the creator, is another good example of like slowly building your craft. But it's so easy to look at things we admire as like an instantaneous pro- an instantaneous product. And I think that's what tends to make us shy away from wanting to grow ourselves. And makes it so easy to critique yourself on where you're at right now, because we don't acknowledge like the years of work it takes to get somewhere. Or maybe that's just me. <laughs> I can't speak on behalf of the general population. Anyways, we're going to talk more about this in our critic thing. This, I can't articulate enough, or articulate, come on, English. I can't emphasize enough how off the cuff this whole episode is. Like, you're getting, like, you get my, like, thoughts always, but, like, this is just, like, straight up, no real preparation, no real, like, this is how my brain is processing this information right now is what you're hearing which is, you know, that's fun. That's fun and fresh. Um, This whole inner critic self-doubt thing. Um, I think for me, as I was kind of starting to get up before, I think a lot of my own personal self-doubt comes from my inability to have patience with myself, which I think also comes from, which I've talked about previously as well, the fact that I like I'm constantly looking at ways to like be better as a person and improve myself as a person and I think because of that I've grown to be very impatient with my own like flaws and failure and I take that impatience and then I use it to self-sabotage against any like progress I could make in like a concrete way if you know what I mean. And that's not ideal. That's not an ideal way to go about anything ever. <laughs> if you're constantly just, like, before you even get started, you're like, well, that was trash, so go try again somewhere else. I think the only times I've managed to properly work against my self-doubt and that inner critic I have in the back of my head that tells me that everything that I think of or try to make is garbage and no one needs it, is when like I don't care about other people needing it. I feel like it only works out for me or I'm only able to like get over that when at the core of what I'm doing is really just something for myself or if at the core of what I'm doing, I know that it's not that deep, and it's like low-key a joke. Like, with my senior project I did in high school, which I wonder if I'll ever stop talking about it. Hopefully. Hopefully I'll make something cooler, and then I won't have to talk about it anymore. Not that it's a bad thing to talk about, I think it's just funny. Like, I wonder when I'll stop bringing up things from high school. That's a, that's a tangent. but like with my senior project in high school, that was the product of jokes. And because it was the product of a joke, it was really fun, even when it didn't go according to plan, because at the end of the day, it wasn't that big of a deal. And I think also deep down with like a lot of the film things I was doing my senior year, it was easier to do film things my senior year because I didn't feel like I had to know what I was doing and I think that like imposter syndrome and self-doubt are very tightly linked for me and for a lot of people as well because a lot of imposter syndrome is just like the manifestation of you doubting whether or not you've earned your place somewhere and feeling that other people are also doubting you, whereas I feel like generally that inner critic thing focuses more on how you, do, how you doubt yourself. But it also, a lot of times for a lot of people, I think that critique comes from insecurities, but also things that people may have fed to you in the past, And I don't even think it always has to be negative. I think even positive things, or things that seem positive, can sometimes have a negative impact. Like, if you're someone who's framed as being really good at, like, math, but not... uh, I was going to say chemistry, but chemistry is just, like, math undercover. So... If someone was like, you're amazing at calculus, but you suck at, like organic chemistry that'd be kind of (laughs) dumb but (laughs) what's a better example or if someone was like oh you're an excellent musician and you're like okay at art but I really like your music I feel like I'd mess you up a bit and then that voice whenever you try and do an art thing is gonna be in the back of your head and I think that's where it comes from especially when people sort of tap into those insecurities you already have. But then it's like, how do you quiet that voice? And I think that the conundrum for me at least is that I'm always hesitant to completely block out that voice because I never want to become someone who's arrogant and egotistical because I'm not able to recognize that I'm not the most like, ingenious person in the world. I don't want to put away that self-doubt and end up being so shameless that I'm, like, producing mediocre crap, (laughs) you know? But then, like, in the world generally, it seems like people who are full of themselves and egotistical are successful. And I wonder if it's because they don't doubt themselves all the time because they think they're amazing. But then it's like, Like, which one do you want? Like, do you want to be apprehensive about what you're doing all the time to the point that it can even prevent you from doing certain things, but still know that at least when you follow through with things, it'll be high quality because you're constantly checking yourself? Or do you go to the other side and say, you know what, I'm just gonna see what sticks, and whatever sticks, sticks, and whatever doesn't, doesn't and you're doing all these things and you're progressing, but it may not be as great as it could be because you're not able to self-check. That's scary stuff. I think that's my biggest fear too, is that if I let go of that like anxiety, that I just become a horrible person. (laughs) And I, I just feel like that's worse. But I don't think I should be holding on to that inner critic that's constantly telling me that every idea I have is bad because it makes it harder to get things done. And I think there's a balance that can be found there. I think it just depends on the person and the thing as well. And I mean, like I said, I wonder sometimes if there's really anything bad about being a bit egotistical because, you know, people who are full of themselves end up getting certain opportunities because they believe in themselves. Because people don't always believe in you. And if- I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, who will? But then again, like, sometimes it feels like everyone else believes in me more than I believe in myself, which is funny to think about. Um, I guess that's my question to you, was which one do you think would be better? Would it be better to be an egotistical maniac but get opportunities and get things done and make it places and have it be low quality potentially? Or would it be better to constantly have that voice in your head? Not make as much, but when you do make things, they're like amazing. I wonder if that's why white mediocrity is such a thing. And I mean, I, I think both can work depending on the person. Because you have people like, I wouldn't be surprised if Ward was like that. To where she's very, she can get in her head sometimes about stuff like that. You know? And then there's other people who just don't overthink things like that all the time. Like, I highly doubt Seth Rogen's overthinking his next film film- that's- I shouldn't call his movie's films. (laughs) I feel like someone's gonna drag me for that. (laughs) Seth Rogen, he has things. I don't want to say talent, but he does things that are nice, and it's a fun time. Sometimes you need things to not be as big as people want them to be. It's nice to have, like, light-hearted things. Before I let you go, because I don't want to talk about this for too long, Um, I want to think about what we can do to feel better today. I think um, for today, what I'll suggest for me and for you is another journaling session. But instead of thinking about goals, it'd be good to do a little check-in write out all the things that you're wanting to do or you're wanting to try but you're scared to for whatever reason and then think through what's holding you back and then pick three of them and give them a give them a run see what works, see what doesn't, see what resonates see what doesn't and just go from there because sometimes even though it's hard it's worth it to just put that little voice in the back of your head away for 2 seconds so you can live your life. And that's what I'm going to need to do because I have so much stuff to get done today, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. Before I leave you, we're going to do our little breathing exercise. You know the drill. Four seconds in, four seconds hold, six seconds out, okay? And they'll count you off. Two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six. In, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four, five, six. All right. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Don't let the little voice in your head get to you. You're amazing, you're doing your best, and that's all you can do right now. We're all just growing. I think I might do a part two of sorts to this episode, because there's some things I didn't touch on, but I will see you next time on Katha's Corner. Have an excellent day and week.